Hey guys, welcome back to Growth Hack Secrets. This is Robin Copernicus. Back on the show is John Tarantino from Martin Arrow Watches. He had some really good advice on our first show with him. Go check that out. He did a lot of Growth Hack Secrets for running Kickstarter campaigns. And we're going to continue this conversation about Kickstarter campaigns. Now, John, welcome back to the show. For those who didn't catch the first episode, tell me a little bit more about yourself. Sure. Founder, CEO of Martin Arrow. We are a direct consumer brand uh, focused on selling mechanical watches based in New York mostly, but also pretty mobile these days as well. You're actually a digitally native company, right? That's right. Yep. So as a digital native company, you pretty much grew your company online. You travel around the world as a digital nomad as well. So it gives you the lifestyle that you want to live. Now you grew your company through these Kickstarter campaigns and you mentioned the importance of nurturing your leads in the Kickstarter campaign. So can you shed a little bit more light on that, on some do's and don'ts, and any suggestions for anyone doing the same thing? Sure, so I'd say that the biggest thing is just staying in touch with all of your backers or all the people that are that are following the campaign. So typically a campaign, you can actually set your own duration. All the campaigns that I've done are, are between 23 and 30 days, which I think works about right. And then there's gonna be, you just have to expect a decent amount of communication with all the backers or even just followers of the campaign just because they're going to have questions. And, and I would say it's just, it's a pretty, the, the expectations from the backers are pretty high in terms of communication, information, transparency, they're just all, all that stuff. So it's actually, it's pretty simple. It's not, it's not hard to do. You just have to put in some time engaging with people, you know, whether that's like, it could be just answering questions about the product, um, entertain, you know, oftentimes they have their own suggestions, which you have to kind of balance because like oftentimes, you know, you already, you've got your product sort of developed more or less and people have their own views on what it should be. That takes a little bit more thought as to how to handle because they're, they're your backers. Yet you also, you have to kind of, at least in my case, like kind of hold firm in the product that you want to develop. But yeah, the biggest thing is just, just talk to them. Or like sometimes they do point out things like that just aren't clear. You know, they say, like I, it could be simple things, but like for watches, like like maybe the, the there aren't enough photos, like of, of like of a certain angle or like of a certain color, and like things are missing, you know, or like something's misleading, and uh, and you just have to address those things. So okay. that's so, all. So they're yeah. actually kind of helping your marketing process at the same time. They're providing real time feedback, and that's yeah. kind of like free market research. No, for sure, for sure. I, they'll, I would just cut, like yes, I would agree with that on on the whole. Just like be careful and this is actually something that took me a, a very long time to figure out not just through kickstarter but just business in general is that yes customer feedback is is incredibly valuable but it doesn't mean that the feedback of any given customer is valuable yeah, i definitely agree with that um, yeah i think so most, most founders have been there too so you're saying you know basically keep in touch with them what kind of frequency are you keeping in touch with everyone are you sending mass email blasts or is it just one-on-one -on -one with people that are actually engaging directly with you. What's your strategy and yep. how would someone else do it? Yep, one-on-one -on -one and just do it every day. Do it, you know, you, you can even just batch it, like do it two or three times a day. It doesn't take that much, doesn't take that long each time. Um, but, you know, while the campaign's running, even if it's say twice a day, you know, and just check in for, for 20 minutes and, and mainly that's one-on-one, -on -one, you know, answering questions that are posted publicly on the campaign page or some people might prefer to, there, there's a form of direct message in Kickstarter. So some people prefer to reach you that way. That's it. And then about, you know, once every three or four days, I'll do like a public during the campaign, you can just do a campaign update, you know, just to, just to let people know, you know, what's, what's going on. 
But um, it, it's all, you know, it's, it's, all, it's pretty straightforward to do. You just have to put in the time to do it. Are you doing this all on Kickstarter or do you mass it with uh, Facebook ads or email campaigns or any other yeah. channels? Everything, everything, right. So you should have, um, while the campaign's going, yeah, I mean, you should have your organic Instagram should be running anyway, uh, not just for the campaign, but like there, there should definitely be information throughout the campaign on that channel. Um, paid social for sure, which really is, you know, uh, Instagram and Facebook, an email list that you've built up. Hopefully, if you're running a campaign, I cannot recommend strongly enough that you have a sizable email list. So you should be hitting that list regularly. Yeah, and then you should be communicating with people on the um, within Kickstarter as well. So you should really be hitting everything. Okay, any kind of uh, final words of advice for Kickstarter? Maybe even a little bit yeah. more about the other project that you worked on on Kickstarter? Yeah, well, and that one I, I violated the one core tenant that I'm trying to, to hammer home here. Like that one I, I did not, that was for a non-Martinero project. I built up a very small email list and, uh, and the campaign kind of, well, it still was successful. It's still funded. We did like $8,000, but that's compared to the amount of work we put in, it was really nothing. I. I already kind of knew that what, what I was doing wrong on that campaign, but I, I still push forward with it. So email us for short. The other thing which we didn't touch on, I think is very important. And again, this is super obvious advice, but it's just, it's really easy to let costs go out of control. It really is like Kickstarter campaigns, they can, they can get expensive and you think you're going to do, you know, like half a million dollars in your campaign and, and you spend a lot of money. I'd say the video was probably the number one thing. Some people go crazy with it. And it's like, you know, did you really need to spend 25000 on that video? Interesting. So that's a great segue into the third episode, John. We'll bring you back onto the next show. And on the next show, we're going to learn a little bit more about the costs that a Kickstarter campaign needs and everything that kind of happens in the background to push this thing through. Guys, go check out Martinero Watches, martinero.com. Subscribe, hit that like button. We will see you guys on the third episode with John, hopefully in a few weeks. Come check it out. All right. Thanks, John. Thanks. Bye. Cheers.